Hi everyone and welcome to the Gate of Heaven video diary where we're going to explore the story of the Bab in, in preparation for the release of my upcoming new album Gate of Heaven which is based on the writings of the Bab and which is really a, a musical tribute to this, this year's celebration of the 200th anniversary of his birth which will take place in October. And so the first song from the album, Promised One, is going to be released on Saturday, March 2nd, just as the, the month of fasting begins. And uh, I'm really looking forward to, to sharing that song with you. And, and, and I hope that these videos will, will be a, a kind of a, a complimentary experience for you as, as, uh, as the new songs are released over the coming weeks and months as we prepare for the celebration. And, uh, and hopefully, you know, the, 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 the stories and the songs will inspire us all to, to, to walk on that, that path of love and compassion which the Bab wrote so beautifully about. So we had begun this adventure through the Dawnbreakers, Nabil's historical chronicle of the events of the life of the Bab. And in the last video, we, we looked at the story of Sheikh Ahmad, the, the great 19th century scholar who had founded this very special school where students from all over the Middle East were coming to, to learn from Sheikh Ahmad about his teachings on the, the, the coming, the imminent coming of the Promised One. And at the end of the last video, Sheikh Ahmad had handed over the school uh, into the care of his, his apprentice and successor, Sayyid Qasim. And Sayyid Qasim had been a kind of a, a child prodigy. By the age of 11, he had memorized the entire Quran. By the age of 14, he was writing profound philosophical papers that were on a par with the, the, the scholars of his day. And he had proved himself a, a worthy successor to, to Sheikh Ahmad to, to carry forward the work of the school. But the moment that Sheikh Ahmad passed away, all of the, the jealousy that had been simmering away underneath the surface among the religious leaders of the time boiled over and was now directed towards Sayyid Qasim. Because unlike Sheikh Ahmad, Sayyid Qasim didn't have the, the, that personal connection to the king of Iran, who, who had really protected Sheikh Ahmad from all of that, that resentment that was just bubbling away uh, among the, the clerics. And so with Sheikh Ahmad gone, all of that opposition just boiled over and was targeted openly towards Sayyid Qasim. And there's a moment in the Dawnbreakers where, where all of these religious leaders, they gather together and they, and they foment and they, they say, for 40 years we have suffered the pretentious teachings of Sheikh Ahmad to be spread with no opposition whatever on our part. We no longer can tolerate similar pretensions on the part of his successor, who regards the signs of the coming day as allegorical and who preaches a doctrine heretical in character. And so the more that this opposition grows, the more determined Sayyid Qasim becomes to, to, to press on and, and continue teaching his students and preparing them for the Promised One. And at this point, one of the most important uh, protagonists of the Dawnbreakers steps onto the scene and that is a very dedicated young student called Mullah Hussein. So if you're not familiar with the Dawnbreakers you'll notice that uh, th this this word Mullah comes up a lot and and I think it's 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 a title really that 
I think it means like a scholar of religion. But essentially, Mullah Hussein is a 20-something-year-old is a student studying under Sayyid Qasim. And Mullah Hussein volunteers to go on a trip to Iran to, to try and win the support of a, a very famous dignitary in Iran. And if he can win the support of this dignitary, it will, it will bring some protection to Sayyid Qasim and the school. And so Mullah Hussein travels to Iran and he presents himself to this dignitary and he essentially asks for his seal of approval for, for Sayyid Qasim and the school. And the, the dignitary is so impressed by Mullah Hussein's humility and the manner of his request that he, he immediately gives him his approval and, and agrees to, to vouch for Sayyid Qasim and the school. And there's, there's a great moment in the Dawnbreakers where uh, Mullah Hussein has, has uh, he's gone to his overnight lodgings and this dignitary sends a servant. He, he wants to give Mullah Hussein a gift of some money. And so he sends a servant to him with this big package of money from Mullah Hussein. And here's how Mullah Hussein responds. Tell your master that his real gift to me is the spirit of fairness with which he received me, and the open-mindedness which prompted him, despite his exalted rank, to respond to the message which I, a lowly stranger, brought him. Return this money to your master, for I, as a messenger, ask for neither recompense nor reward. My prayer for your master is that earthly leadership may never hinder him from acknowledging and testifying to the truth. And so I, I think that this, this is a really uh, edifying example of, of a, a young person who is more concerned with, with seeking and, and spreading truth than with his own personal gain. So back in Karbala, back in, at the school, trouble is brewing. All these religious leaders are, 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 are doing everything they can to discredit Sayyid Qasim, to dishonor his students, and to really to destroy his school. They're inciting hatred against him. They're instigating heated arguments all over uh, the streets of Karbala. And they create so much conflict and turmoil that violence breaks out. And the whole city of Karbala just erupts into this explosion of violence. And these clerics cause so much conflict that the, the army of the Ottoman Empire have to march down into Karbala and suppress these riots. And amidst this storm that's going on around him, Sayyid Qasim uh, presses on. He continues to teach his students day after day, becoming more and more urgent and more and more specific about the signs that they need to look out for in order to find the Promised One. And he gives them whole lists of, of signs and qualities that will be manifest in the Promised One and that they, that they need to be able to recognize. He, he, he tells them, he says, he is of noble lineage. He is a descendant of the Prophet Muhammad. He is young in age and is possessed of innate knowledge. My knowledge is but a drop compared with the immensity of his knowledge. My attainments a speck of dust in the face of the wonders of his grace and power. He is of medium height, abstains from smoking, and is of extreme devoutness and piety. So by this time, Sayyid Qasim has really spent his life carrying forward the teachings of Sheikh Ahmad and preparing his students for the coming of the Promised One. 
And as his life is coming to a close, he comes to believe that the promised one is in fact already in the world. And so he gathers his students around him, all of them except Mullah Hussein, who is, who is now on his way back from his successful mission to Iran. He gathers his students around him and he appoints no successor, but he gives them his last wish. He tells them to put down their books and to go out into the world and to find the promised one. And his words to his students are, are recorded in the Dawnbreakers, so I'll share them with you here. He says to them, O oh, my beloved companions, scatter far and wide, never relax in your determination to seek and find him who is concealed behind the veils of glory. Persevere till the time when he who is your true guide and master will graciously aid you and enable you to recognize him. How great the mission for which I have trained and prepared you. I pray to God to assist you to weather the storms of tests and trials which must needs beset you, to enable you to emerge unscathed and triumphant from their midst and to lead you to your high destiny. And so with those words, Sayyid Qasim sends his students out into the world in search of the promised one. And so we'll, we'll pick up the, the story in the next video. I'll, I'll do one more video in, in preparation for the release of Promised One, which comes out this Saturday, March 2nd. And uh, in the meantime, if you could do three things, I'd be really grateful. If you give this video a like, that way more people will see it. Uh, share it with your with your friends and if you're inclined please please invite people to come to the gate of heaven facebook event because uh, that's where i'll be posting promised one on saturday so thanks for watching and i will see you in the next video bye